subatomic gigantic occasion was a sweep in Japan nation when along came a dude with an ultra attitude, a common Morado, the greatest kicker of Japan. And of all man. Last you short now, baby. To not talk big now, baby. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a bonus episode of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elijah, and joining me as always, my lovely co-host and editor. Hello, I am Rex. So we are here for a very last minute, very much not planned bonus episode. We actually like planned this out about seven hours ago, roughly. If even that. (laughs) If even that, like we just were like, so... We're not going to play the what's the topic for the day because I'm too excited to not just be (laughs) like, this is what we're doing. So about 24 hours ago, the first 25, if we're being actually specific as of this recording, 25 hours ago, we got the announcement for the announcement of Godzilla (laughs) zero minus one, whatever you want to call it. At the time, we thought Godzilla zero. Yes. So. We are here to do a full breakdown discussion of what we got yesterday. We're going to start off giving some background to what we did know, just so we have that. And then we're going to go back and we're just going to talk about everything yesterday. Now, before we get too far into this, just for anybody who is a Kaiju Conversation YouTube subscriber... There should be by the time this this video this podcast comes out, there will be a reaction that I recorded uh, that morning of the countdown to the announcement of the announcement, and then the actual trailer. I recorded both and edited down. So if you want to watch me and see some funny like whatever I was doing at the time, I was exhausted and tired and happy. I don't really know what happened, um, mm. but if you just want to see me like freak out and be happy, like it's it's a fun like seventeen minute video, so I would say check that out if you want to. <laughs> but without the shameless plugs, we're gonna go ahead and get into the what we knew section of this lovely lovely film. Mm. So I'm going to pull up here um, my notes that I had a long time ago. And I'm just going to read through them. And Rex, you can you can jump in here and say anything that you, you want to bring up. Okay. So the working title was Blockbuster Monster Movie with the rumored title of Godzilla Zero. Mm-hmm. Rex, actually, do you want to explain where the Godzilla, na- Godzilla Zero name came from? Yeah, so basically back... I want to say, was it March? Somewhere between March to June, during the filming of Blockbuster Monster Movie, a Twitter post came online about from someone who claimed to have been on set stating that the title Godzilla Zero had been seen on, I believe, gift bags given to extras or something? Or it was... Either that or it was held by crew or something like that. I don't remember the exact details on it. I feel like it was... I remember hearing about a lamp. 
Yeah, there was a, there was a lamp I, that I think was given to the extras. I think that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, and the tweet was private on like an account that was private that had mm-hmm. no followers, and I think is now deleted. Yes, I I still have a screenshot of <laughs> like an embed of that post that we could translate. Mm-hmm. And that was wasn't that our first so. Prior to that, there had been murmuring of Toho doing a Godzilla movie, but nothing like, nothing 100%. We knew Toho was doing something, but we didn't know what. Mm -hmm. So, following the tweet, there wasn't a whole lot going on, if I remember correctly. I had been hearing rumors from that point and going forward um, at G-Fest last year, I was in a meeting where we did talk about it a little bit. Um, that's where we found out it's going to re- be revealed on Godzilla Day. And, well, I found out and all that. Mm-hmm. Found out it was directed by Takashi Yamazaki and well, we all that good just True. But we didn't know it was a Godzilla movie. I, I then got... No, that was where but I, we had... It was looking pretty likely. Right. I, that's <laughs> where I got confirmation... So beyond that, we knew it was a Japanese film that Toho would be distributing in Japan. Mm-hmm. Toho was co-producing the film with Robot Communications, the Takashi Yamazaki production company. Mm-hmm. We found out the release date was November 3rd, 2023 on Godzilla Day last year. This is uh, on Godzilla Day for 2023. So this is the second Godzilla movie to be released on this date, which is quite fitting for the uh 70th anniversary film. Right. Which it's released on the 69th, but Toho gave Legendary and Warner Brothers the 70th anniversary year. Yeah. And we'll see how that ends up. Big mistake. Yeah. Adam Wingard's <laughs> an awful director. There's the bingo board going. Um, as we mentioned, Takashi Yamazaki was the director, but he's also serving as a producer, the writer, the person who did the screenplay and the visual effects director. Um, This isn't really shocking. Yamazaki is kind of a jack-of-all-trades. He usually does a lot of work on his films. He is a three-time Academy Award-winning director for Best Director in a Japanese Film and Best Screenwriter, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. on another film. So Yamazaki is a very well-critically acclaimed director. On top of he has done anime he has done anime adaptations he has done godzilla stuff he's done ultraman stuff his fx company which is also working on this film shiragumi worked on shin godzilla shin ultraman shin kamen rider he his company shiragumi's worked on a ton of films Hmm. so around this time we also had a, a, a kind of a synopsis we could gather all the info it was a Godzilla film that takes place in post-World War II Japan. There will be military fighting Godzilla and citizens will be <laughs> running away in terror. Like, that's that's what we knew. Yeah. We knew that the time frame was between 1945 and 1947. And that the film, the movie was filmed in Kanto, Japan. Principal photography started in March of 2022 and ended in June of 2022. And the film in uh, the winter time around Godzilla Day, was in post-production, and I, according to me, 
and what I read. It was in post-production until January of 2023. Mm-hmm. You say that was just when they were hiring, but I feel like June to January would be like where that post would even, be. Even if you're right on that, I was reading somewhere that the original post that the like the January date came from Mm-hmm. That had gotten updated to state February before okay. being dis- delisted now. So, okay. And that, so that makes sense because a little later on, um, and I'm talking about like last month, we did get confirmation that Godzilla, the production for Godzilla Zero at the time as we knew it, was running behind and they were scrambling to get the the advertising going they were struggling to get that going because they were behind right prior to this the only things we had gotten was takashi yamazaki posted on his twitter account a behind the scenes image of some blue screen and cranes talking about how big the production was but he didn't tell us it was godzilla zero he just said i'm working on a big budget movie yeah pretty much <laughs> Um, but this would take place around the time Godzilla Zero was filming. And then on Godzilla Day, we got the infamous G with the white background with the 2023 11-3 date and the G being very much a stylized a G yeah, of what could be Godzilla. Um, following this, Takashi Yamazaki on his Twitter account would eventually change his profile picture to an inverted G white g black background with a little dash a little on dash, the right yeah <laughs> of which we didn't know what that was in reference to we were very mm. confused by that mm. um and i feel like nobody really acknowledged it after it's like ch- quick change like i'm pretty sure everybody just kind of dropped it um, hey, at least i, I felt mentioned that way it. you mentioned it <laughs> so that was all we knew until about 31 days ago when Toho started an account for the movie. Mm-hmm. Just untitled Godzilla movie releasing 11 Yep. Um, nothing new, same G, same banner, everything. But they were doing a countdown. A countdown that started on number 29 with Shin Godzilla omitting all the legendary films and the anime trilogy mm-hmm. and omitting the TriStar 98 film and doing a countdown every day, posting the synopses, the monsters that appeared in it, the poster and a link to the trailer for each Godzilla movie. They would do this, but the way it was set up, it would not end on one, but it would end on zero. Zero. And this is where we, ba- we we quite literally count down to where we were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So people had figured out the exact time that the account posted all of its posts. And so everybody knew what time in their time zone we would be receiving the reveal. <laughs> Which this countdown was exciting for me. It also made <laughs> me realize that time went by really, really fast. Yeah. It felt like two. It felt like maybe four days had passed, and we went from damn Shin Godzilla to fifty-four. <laughs> it did. It really did. 
And I was kind of surprised by that. During this time, there wasn't really any announcements. We just, we were expecting something at that time, right? Like there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I feel like everybody knew there would be at least a poster and a title reveal. And everybody was, by that point, I feel like I helped kind of egg this on. By that point, everybody was calling it Godzilla Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to take a little credit because I told G-Man, and G-Man started calling it that, and it kind of gradually <laughs> snowballed. Granted, <laughs> there was people calling it that already, but I'd like to think Especially that I helped G-Man. snowball that. Yes. So that's where we were until yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, we all waited. We waited. We, I, I, we all, some of us stayed up all night. Some of us was just anxiously waiting. <laughs> and I remember, like every, all of us were excited. We were like, "Ah, oh, the, 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 the anticipation." Yes. And so we were waiting. We ended up, you and I, Rex. We we got on a call in the last yes. ten minutes. Um, and we were we were there. We were waiting. There was also a Japanese news uh, YouTube live stream where somebody was going over all the posts and and hyping up the presentation of whatever would be coming. And I think at one point he had over 800 people on his stream. It was kind of like, wow, this is like more than I'm used to when it comes to this, you know, kaiju (laughs) stuff. So, yeah, the excitement was there. The buildup was there. Right. And this is where we got the video. So on time, a video was posted. Mm. And Rex is going to explain to you what that video was because he was late to it. I got it first and I was freaking Mm. out. (laughs) So said video was a countdown from 29 to 1 of all the various... Godzilla movie posters from Shin to 54. And then it hits zero for a few seconds. You've got dramatic music and then footsteps. And then it goes negative 0.1, negative 0.2, gets up to negative 0.9, and then just the G logo with a 54 roar at the end. And then we get some text, which I was like, Rex, translate this. What does it say? Yep. I put up the Google Translate and found out it said 4 a.m. the next day. (laughs) Which was eight hours away from when this announcement had occurred. (laughs) Yeah. So... I was super excited, and then I think I realized that (laughs) We'd been so, debated. Like, I, I yeah yeah. <laughs> so this video, do you think that's our first look at the music for the film? I was wondering that. Maybe I don't know. It could. It very well could be, but I don't know. It's I don't. I don't know if it's stock music or if it is like the music for the film. It maybe maybe. It was very grandiose. It was very. It was big. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it would end up being music for the film, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's too hard to say. But yeah, I remember I was like super excited and then damn. (laughs) I was like, huh? 
<laughs> and this was the worst thing. So I stayed up all night, right? I had work that day. I stayed up all night like we would on a podcast. Did that. You know, we got off the phone. Um, I called somebody, talked to them for about 20 minutes. They're like, you need to go to bed. You sound exhausted. <laughs> and then I did. And I woke up. And I woke up to quite literally the moment I woke up. I checked my phone. And something was posted the moment I looked at my phone. <laughs> so I woke up about noon for me. Um, I think it was. Or no, it was 11. It was 11. So I slept for about five hours, woke up somehow on time to get the reveal. Mm. Which was a poster. Mm. And the poster said it had the G. And then photoshopped in it was a design much similar to the the Godzilla the Ride, which was design. done by Takashi Yamazaki. Done by Yamazaki, yes. And then below that, oh, in the top right there was some Japanese text, and then below that was the was two words minus one mm. in very much a Shin Godzilla like written text font. And then below that was December 1st, and below that was Toho. Uh, this film is not yet rated, and I think that was it. Right. And so let's, before, before we go into much, let's, let's talk about this title. So here on out, we are going to refer to Godzilla Zero as Godzilla Minus One, because now, like, in, in the timeline we're giving you, now we know it as Godzilla minus one. Yes. <laughs> so Godzilla minus one. That is a very Japanese title. <laughs> Much more Japanese than Godzilla zero. Godzilla zero is definitely a very Western title. Hmm. I've heard some people bring up how if this film takes place in the late summer, early fall of 1945, and brings up ground zero of the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings, Godzilla being minus one to ground zero, makes that meaning even darker. Oh, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, that's kind of the whole idea that Japan is at essentially its lowest point, rock bottom, I think was what either it was either the producer or Yamazaki himself mm -hmm. said. And so the minus one title is essentially that things are, are going lower than rock bottom with the arrival of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And so that made the title even more interesting. In Japanese, it's actually styled as a minus sign and then one, but in, in English, in the English design, mm -hmm. it's it's Godzilla and in the words minus one. Right. So already, like I now when this came out, I was like, that could just be like simply fan art. Minus one was a name I heard thrown out during the during the countdown. Some people right. were like, it ends at minus zero point now. 0 0.9 maybe it's Godzilla minus one right and I, I've said negative one <laughs> kind of confused like is, is that like gonna be the title or what 
Because huh? mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to go into the negatives at all. Yeah, that was a really weird left field curveball. And I wonder if that's because Godzilla Zero got leaked out like that title. So because of that, they changed it. But they must have done that a while ago because Yamazaki's Twitter icon was the logo. Mm -hmm. Like that's the Japanese logo. That dash is actually a minus symbol. Yeah. So the thing about it was this was before the eighth hour hit. This was an hour before, so it was at 1. It was at 1 p.m. that this all came out. Mm. And everybody was like, this is not the right time. Like, why is it true that it's Godzilla minus 1? Why is the design slightly different? A lot of people thought it was the Godzilla the ride design. Um, Our good friend Connor Baxter of Invader Design told me, though, however, he was like, I've looked at both. I looked at the model. And they are different. The spines are different. The eyes are different. The face is a little different. This is not new artwork. Right. This is like original. And so that was weird. And what was even weirder was the release date. December 1st, 2023. (laughs) Which didn't make sense because the film was slated for November 3rd, 2023. Hmm. So that was really weird. Like, did it get delayed? What what was up? So I kept getting like different reports. I had somebody who everybody thinks is like leading news telling people it's not real and then going back and telling them actually it is. We had people <laughs> we had people who were like, no, this is real. Actually, it's not real. Like, nobody knew. Everybody was confused. And Mm. what had happened was Forbes accidentally scheduled it at the wrong uh, time zone to release. And so it came out an hour early. Mm. And that article gave us the whole breakdown of what was going on. Though a bit not accurate, but... (laughs) To go through it. A little mistranslation. A little mistranslation. So what happened was, this is what Forbes reported. Godzilla would be approaching, would be released in America. The Godzilla Minus One, which is where the poster was also revealed and the title, would be released in America in December. Um, It would be released December 1st in the United States with a theatrical release. Then this is where we got the synopses stating set in post-war Japan, Godzilla minus one will again show us a Godzilla that is terrifying and overwhelming force, which you already get a sense of from the teaser trailer and poster. So this kind of this article also revealed we were getting a poster this day Mm -hmm. or not a poster, a a trailer. trailer. We would be getting a trailer as well. Um, This was what Koji Yuda, president of Toho International, said. And then he brought up, going on, the concept is that Japan, which had already been devastated by the war, faces a new threat with Godzilla bringing the country into the minus. Which makes it really interesting. Like, this is Japan quite literally at their lowest, and, and you know, that's something we haven't seen before. That That's a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. But going on... This article then said that this film would be sharing direct continuity with Shin Godzilla, 
which yeah. everybody was confused by. This this statement alone is what basically questioned the validity, the validi- validity, the validity. Thank you <laughs> of this article because right. everybody was like, Ano's not involved, Higuchi's not involved. It doesn't make it sense doesn't from make what sense we know. Like, <laughs> what is this? So. After some thought, I was like, well, maybe it's like Higuchi saying that if you want a sequel to Shin Godzilla, you need to go watch Shin Ultraman. Like, it's just a, the metaphorical sequel. It's it's what followed. A successor. Which is what it was actually meaning. Later yeah. on, it would be amended and there would be an edit saying that it was corrected. But for a while, that's what people thought, which made people really <laughs> confused. Following on from this, the article then talks about how popular Godzilla is, which this is where it got really interesting. We got confirmation that Godzilla is worth more than the following IPs. Ghostbusters, Care Bears, Planet of the Apes, Friends, Terminator, Indiana Jones, G.I. Joe, and Minecraft. Mm. Which I was honestly shocked by. That reveal, like, I, I, so Toho is worth about $3 billion. I've, I've looked it up before. Toho's worth about $3 billion as a company. Mm-hmm. But to finally hear a number to put to Godzilla is really interesting. And that's the low bar number. The low bar number is about, f- I think they 4. said 8.5 to 5 billion. And, Plus over two billion in sales of toys and tie-ins to the legendary MonsterVerse franchise. To the legendary, that's not even including the Japanese market. Mm. So, to hear that Godzilla's worth over seven billion dollars—that's more than what uh, Disney bought Marvel for, right? Which <laughs> is a big deal. That's like remarkable. Mm. Um, of course, Marvel is worth more now, but right. it's it's the thought that Marvel in the late 2000s was worth less than Godzilla is like Marvel as an entirety, like Marvel, the whole company was worth less than Godzilla now is really shocking. <laughs> that was I just I never expected that. Mm. I never expected that. So. Already, like, this article had brought up so many questions and so many, like, things. Like, it was like, this This is, like, the biggest drop of the century. So, following that statement, they brought up how this is a part of Toho's new initiative to promote the Godzilla license worldwide and breathe fresh life into a global icon that has terrorized Tokyo since the mid-1950s. So, this is where I want to kind of talk about what has happened recently. So we did do a little mini-sode that we recorded talking about the recent announcement of the Toho International Market Change. Um, We've talked about how Chris Mowry got fired and how that made it really weird to think how Toho International would be functioning with Godzilla, right? That was really weird. Right. Especially with the loss of like half the staff. And then we got reports that they actually tripled their staff and 
then we got the reveal of the new GM, who in a variety report revealed that they were planning on revamping the Godzilla.com website. They were planning on bringing the Godzilla store to the international market. They were planning on marketing Godzilla and anime as big components from Toho internationally. And there was no roof for the budget for this. <laughs> it could go over $100 million and Toho would be fine as long as it as results came. Right. So, okay, I, I kind of want to talk about that here. We're going to kind of take a break from Godzilla Minus One and talk about this. So... I brought up in the now scrapped vid, uh, recording how if Godzilla.com wanted to be something relevant, they should revamp it like Ultraman Connections. Mm -hmm. You know, news, vlogs, bringing like all of that stuff, like making it available to like see everything. Mm -hmm. Your one-stop shop for all Ultraman content, we need that for Godzilla. Yeah. And today you found out that Godzilla.com got revamped. I believe it got revamped the day they announced this. Yeah, um, that seems to be what's happened. So they announced Godzilla Store US, and they also revamped the entire website. The entire website's brand new. The only um, things that have been carried over are the news articles they've had and the Monsterpedia entries that they had. That's mm -hmm. essentially all the carryover that's there. But even for the Monsterpedia, like all the images for that and the actual ordering of like the monsters in the Monsterpedia has been completely redone. Right. The whole the whole website's been redone. Like it doesn't even function the same. Right. The biggest thing I noticed was on the Film, so they they cut out the television section, which you know kind of hit there. I'm kind of disappointed they cut that yeah. out. Um, but for the movie section, they added a little thing where you could see where to stream it. It's a, it's not a big thing, but now you have access to see where to stream all the movies. Right. Which I think Which was is, something we suggested. <laughs> we did. We did suggest that. In that video, we were like, they should label where you can watch it. And they did that. They listened to us, even though they never <laughs> heard that. But it's really convenient because it makes it easier for people to be able to watch all the Godzilla films. Right. They even included where to watch the Netflix anime trilogy and all four American movies. Hmm which is quite honestly remarkable. Like, that's great. Um, and then now there's a new section called Shop. Yes. It's still under construction, but they do hope to have it up and running by late summer, so probably oh. August. Right. So to that, I think of a few things. One, now they're going to be able to market, like, the... Funimation Godzilla Blu-ray, the Criterion box set, the Criterion Godzilla DVD and Blu-ray for 54, and all the stuff that's available, whether it's Playmates or Super 7 or Exploit, like all of that's available now. That Godzilla on the shop. store stuff that's coming over, it seems, as well. And that. 
And that's the best thing is now Toho is going direct to consumer. Right. So that means prices are going to be cheaper. Shipping is going to be easier. Purchasing them is going to be easier. And Toho is going to make more money. And they also announced in the article that there would be exclusives to the Godzilla International store, mm. which is really exciting. And they opened up a Godzilla store U.S. Twitter account. So they're going to push that as its own thing. Oh, I haven't actually well. seen that account. <laughs> yeah, so they announced that. They revealed that. And so now you have Godzilla Official and Godzilla Store U.S., so on the North American side, now they're pushing two concepts for promoting Godzilla as an IP. Right. Which is great. This is absolutely amazing. And the fact that they're promoting Godzilla and anime, like they're looping all of their anime as one, and they're singling out Godzilla as an IP, shows that Toho International is going to put a ton of effort mm -hmm. into that Godzilla IP. And shows us the importance of that IP as well. Which is what I'm going to come back to now with Godzilla Minus One. Mm -hmm. There is something that is very wrong with this announcement. The US poster does not credit a distributor outside of Toho. No distributor whether it be Crunchyroll or Netflix or Warner Brothers or Universal or Sony or Criterion or Janus Films has taken credit for distributing or Fathom for distributing this film. Right. The only company to take credit for that is Toho. Mm. Regal Cinemas and AMC Theaters both posted the trailer and said that it was coming to theaters December 1st. Now, here's what's weird about that. Rex, do you know what day December 1st falls on? No. Is this a historical date? It falls on a Friday, which, at least in America, Friday is the day that the big headline movies come out. Oh. That's not for, like, limited release films. That's not for small movies that have very small theatrical windows. Friday night is for the big films. Your Oppenheimers, your Barbies, your Marvel movies. That's the day those come out. <laughs> and that's country, why Fathom events. <laughs> well, we do have some like exclusive showings on Thursdays, but most of the time it's like Friday's the big day, mm. but like Fathom events and whatnot, those end up on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Maybe a Sunday. They don't they don't they're never really out for long and I think, they're always I on think the Shin odd days. was a Tuesday. Tuesday sounds right. Godzilla's minus one is coming out on a Friday with competition. And cinemas are marketing it like they would any other American film. And Toho is taking full credit. Right. So by by what we're given, the the context clues and what we're given, Toho has somehow found a way to finance their own distribution in the United States, mm. which has never, never been done before. before. So looking beyond the fact that we have Godzilla Minus One, this is the largest 
shift in the company's history on a global scale. Because this means Toho is handling their firm films firsthand on foreign markets. Hmm. So that means that Toho International, for the first time since 2004, is directly working on these films to get them out. Hmm. Which has never been done before. And that means that Godzilla Minus One has to be one of the biggest pictures Toho has ever done. (laughs) I would quite literally think it's on par with films such as Seven Samurai and Godzilla 54. Because here's the thing. Takashi Yamazaki is a big name to have. Multi-award winning, big blockbuster director, big name. Mm. Very big name. Right. The film... So we're not going to talk about the trailer yet, but the CGI and the way that movie looks does not look like Shin Godzilla on a small budget. No, it does not look like a slow budget indie film. It does not. It looks like a big budget movie. Mm. It was marketed as a blockbuster movie. Toho is making this the first film they are internationally distributing. (sighs) This film has to be huge. It has to make the money as well. If this movie bombs, Toho's in a bad spot. This is like Final Wars level problem. <laughs> but I'm willing to wonder and suggest that Godzilla Minus One will go down in history as the biggest budgeted Japanese Godzilla movie. Hmm. I mean, so far, I think it's looking that way very much. <laughs> and the film it has to beat is Godzilla Final Wars. That is still holding the record for biggest budgeted Godzilla movie. Right. From Japan. So this is not only exciting for the Godzilla like Zero announcements, but this is exciting for what we have in store for us. Not only are we going to be able to get first-hand Godzilla minus one action figures from the Godzilla store, we're going to be able to see this film December 1st, less than a month after it released in Japan. Which is so we're insane. Gonna have, it's insane. That's never been done before. This is the shortest window for a Godzilla movie in the States. This is, one, so not this only, is like genuinely one of the shortest windows for like just Japanese to international distribution wide at that. Exactly. Like one month, not even one month. That is downright un. That is, that's a number that to me is outright unfathomable, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's real. It is. And that makes me wonder, are we going to get just subtitles or are we going to get a dub? I don't know yet. Maybe, but maybe not. We'll see. The fact of the matter is when Toho did this press release, they also did a English press release, an English poster, and an English subtitled trailer. Hmm. They had already translated everything and put it out. So no matter what, we're at least going to get a subtitled release of the film. It seems possible that Forbes was the one that translated for the article. For that one, yes. But like <laughs> they, they would else. later go on and post their own official ones. So this this feels like a like honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Toho would put this for Academy Awards <sighs> in the States. 
Like, I feel like that's how big they're going with this. God damn. <laughs> I, I genuinely wouldn't be shocked if they try to put it up for your consideration for best cinematography, best <laughs> VFX, and depending on the subject material of the film, which it's Yamazaki, so it could be pretty heavy. Maybe they could try for best picture. Hmm. I don't think it would win Best Picture, but then again, the Academy's been eating up foreign films lately. Yeah, so, but they don't like monster movies. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But if you ask Bong Joon-ho, Parasite is still a parasite. Uh, Parasite's still a monster movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not in the traditional sense. Right, right. But I wouldn't be shocked if Toho tries to push this. like. You you can't tell me the fact that they're they're distributing it themselves, they've subtitled it themselves, they've marketed the film themselves, they are releasing it within a month of like there are so many first times with this, and the fact that Toho is also going to make it so the international market has access to merchandise for this film. Right. I don't see how this could not do extraordinarily well. <laughs> it's a real test of whether the audience interest is there for Godzilla <laughs> it is, that. it very well is so is there anything else you'd like to bring up before we get to the main event I I was actually going to tr- go ahead and go there because I feel like we've covered pretty much everything we can up until this point great <laughs> so I mean we've we've talked about the Forbes article which was a back and forth for that hour until it was finally confirmed by like Jeff Gomez of Starlight Entertainment and uh, KDM and whatnot that it was official, it was real, everything was accurate. Um, I mean, Jeff Gomez himself is referenced in the article, in yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the point of the time it was to be released, I was – so it was at 2 o'clock. I was supposed to be at work at 2 o'clock. I said, "Mm, I'll pass. (laughs) I will go to work after I watch the trailer and like call my friends and like have my happy moment. So that's what I did. I actually so I was going to record my reaction, but I was getting ready for work and I realized I had a minute and I didn't have a shirt on. So I grabbed the dirty shirt that I had just taken off and threw it back on just to turn my camera on and do the recording. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'm like updating my feed and all of a sudden it appears. Hmm. So I try to watch it. Twitter's an awful social media now. And like the video like was changed to a whole nother video and I was I watched it. I was excited, but I was like, I can't really see what's going on. I've got notifications blowing up. I can't <laughs> see everything. I was like, wait a minute. Let me check on my TV if it's on YouTube yet. And so I go to my TV. I go to YouTube and there Godzilla official Godzilla minus one official <laughs> teaser trailer. So I'm like, oh, it's there. So I go and I watch it. And I'm just flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted by the visuals I see and I end up rewatching it like three times. Mm. I like watch it twice on my TV and then I watch it once or twice on my phone. And then I like join in our discords like celebration. (laughs) 
and from there i i called i called michael and uh nathan uh friends of the podcast they do the power trip podcast i called them and and we talked about it and then like i was on the phone with them up until i had to walk into work 30 minutes late and one of my uh coworkers was like why are you in such a happy mood and i said <laughs> well the Godzilla trailer for the new movie came out and I'm loving it. And she said, so I'm just going to, when people ask why you were late, I'm just going to tell them that it was because of Godzilla. And I said, you're damn right. It was. <laughs> and she said, wait, really? And I said, yeah, I have my priorities straight. I was going <laughs> to watch that and enjoy that before coming to work. <laughs> I'm proud to say that. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. I mean, I think it's a fair response. Thank you. So, Rex, do you want to share how you uh, first saw the trailer? I mean... <laughs> or, or like, catch up here, like, you're, when you saw the poster and the, the title and the news leak and, and all that? Well, so there's not really too much of a story to tell. I was going to stay up for, like, the time of the reveal and i was going pretty strong but then you know i was i even had my pre-workout just to keep me awake with the caffeine burst but then somehow i just died and fell asleep anyways which was very sad and then i woke up in the morning and i'm like it's the day so i just quickly just I mean, I'm highly anticipating, but I'm like, no, I'll hold off for a few minutes so I can eat breakfast. Because <laughs> <laughs> Rex, you I don't have your priorities straight. No, I understand. Look, if I watched it, then I would not have eaten breakfast for the next like hour or two. <laughs> I look, man, I would have done that. I didn't go to work for thirty minutes. <laughs> I was like, they can wait. It doesn't matter that and, I have man, a job. It, to do. it was building up that anticipation, man. <laughs> but I couldn't I I couldn't wait any longer. I couldn't. <laughs> and then you know, I'm like what so what's come out? What's come out? Is it so is it a poster? Is it is it a trailer? Is it cast announcements? What what is it? And I go on and I see and I see there's a teaser trailer and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> and I watched it and I saw the poster and I saw everything. <laughs> I saw everything. So Rex, if you want to. Yeah, I mean I was too. If you want to, Rex, I would like to do a little breakdown of sure. the trailer. Um I don't know if you have like rewatched it enough to have notes. I have. Um so if you would like to, I'm just going to pull it up here and we can just start it. Oh, yeah. And free. pause it. I mean, I've what? got the trailer. Feel free. I've got the trailer basically on loop at the moment. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> OK, so I'm going to go ahead and press play and then I'm going to tell you when I'm pausing. So for right. anybody, if you want to follow us, you can. If not, just enjoy us talking about the trailer because I feel like we're going to describe everything pretty in detail from this first 34 seconds. Mm -hmm. So we start off. I'm going to go ahead and pause the two seconds in. Two seconds in? Uh, All right. Two seconds. 
Listen, so right off the bat, we get footsteps. And these aren't stock footsteps. These are new footsteps. Right. Which is very nice to hear. I'm a little tired of all the stock sounds. Yeah. Um, It'd be so nice to hear me, new sound design. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so far, everything's looking pretty all right. Mm-hmm. We do get some Japanese text, and if you watch the English version, you get the, the subtitles. It's just post-war. post-war. Japan has had lost everything. Yeah. So it's, it establishes the loss of pride as well in this. Right. So, like, not only did Japan lose the war, but they lost their pride, and they had nothing. Their country was in shambles. They were even being morphed as a as a culture to be more westernized. Mm-hmm. They were establishing new political climates. They were establishing a whole new lifestyle, um, which is something I think this film will cover is what the American occupation was doing at the time and how country pride was at an all time low. Yeah. Like you can't. I'm actually very curious how um, how America will play into the film. I am too. Like, if they will actually show, um, like American soldiers that like fought and like were a part of the occupation, right? If they had people play them or not, I think this also adds to the atomic bombs. Like the fear of the atomic bomb is very present in this film. Yeah. Um it has to be. Like it was so <laughs> recent that I feel like there's no way that it couldn't that couldn't be something very I mean, relevant. If 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 it's not going to be relevant then why even bother setting it? <laughs> exactly. And the fact that Godzilla's radioactive I think is going to add this level of political friction and political uh tension. Tension because Radiation is a very, like, hot topic at the time. Mm-hmm. Radiation burns, radiation scars, radiation like cancer, poison, and quarantine, all very relevant at the time. And be- Godzilla being a walking, like, radioactive being is going to cause issues. Mm. Um, so that's just going to bring back that the nuclear fear, something that America would have during the red scare and in the cold war during america and russia's attempt to build the most nuclear weapons that's how japan was at this time Mm. um the fear of nuclear weapons so this is a very interesting establishing establishment for this film's setting Mm. and that's all i can say about the footstep and the the line that's a lot i already know (laughs) Rex, do you have anything you want to add, or do you want to hit play and keep going until I I say stop again? I say we hit play again, baby. Okay, three, two, one, and play. So stop again at four seconds. Yep. So I love this. I love this. This is a reference to Godzilla 1954. So this next shot is an aerial shot of a devastation in this city. This is a shot of the Waco department store, Hattori clock tower, Mm -hmm. which was featured in In Godzilla 1954 as the clock tower that rings that Godzilla destroys. 
And if you look around, there's footsteps in the in the rubble. <laughs> so Godzilla destroys this again. And like I love that. And this scene like already establishes how Yamazaki's doing this film. It's very dirty. It's very grungy. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the 2012 Godzilla trailer. But yeah, yeah, that that's actually exactly what I was thinking of when I saw this. This in the camera motions as well from like that 2012 trailer, which is mm-hmm. great because I want I've been wanting a Godzilla movie in that sort of style for ages. <laughs> right. And we should also establish that it's a reference to 54 as well with the footsteps, the idea yeah, of footsteps. Um, the footsteps no. leading to what will be a title and then a roar. <laughs> right. Very much in the style of most Godzilla movies. So like, but the one thing this has that the 2012 trailer didn't is look at how the film is designed with its color. It's a very colorful but dull movie already. Yeah. Like, and this shot with the tower, I'm seeing some reds, I'm seeing some blues, some browns, some greens, some gray. Like right. there's a lot of color here. Right. And this is and this is for a destruction aftermath sequence. So like for all intents and purposes, what's the rest of the film going to look like? We get a little right. bit of a tease later on for that, but yeah, and Yamazaki, like, this is very clearly Yamazaki. Like, th- oh, his style yes, is yes, written yes, all yes, over this. Yes. <laughs> and this is his style. Um, I recently watched, if you listen to the most recent episode of uh, the podcast, I talked about how I watched Parasite Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. So in the second Parasite movie, there's the end fight takes place in this, like, furnace where they store radioactive material, which was really cool that, you know, they use radiation and it was really like, you would think, okay, a furnace, so it's going to be red and Brown and black, right? Like, but there was blue, there was green. It was like grungy, but colorful. Right. And that's the Yamazaki style. And that is what we're seeing even in this first shot. I mean, I mean, also just the fact that, you know, it's set in like, that you know 1940s period yamazaki has this sort of i guess nostalgia for like the showa era of japan right which is prevalent through a lot of his films take the always sunset trilogy for example with those films being set across that trilogy being set across 1958 to i believe 64 is when the third film takes place well, so in the interviews for that, Rex, you, you showed this to me. Somebody asked him about why he included Godzilla, and he said that Godzilla is a staple of the Showa era. Like, you right. can't – the issue with a lot of modern Godzilla is you take him out of the Showa era, and when you do that, you lose a part of him. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that, and that shows here. This feels undoubtedly Godzilla. <laughs> and I'm going to elaborate on that after we go through this breakdown, because I have a lot to say. Right. But yeah, no, but, 100% no. like the look of this, even though he's going for something completely different in the like the always sunset on Third Street, which is the only Yamazaki film I've seen so far. It's still I can tell it's the same director. 
<laughs> right. And it looks like this is probably all computer generated. Yeah, this looks and it all looks computer great. generated, but it looks great. Yeah. It looks great. It it looks almost dreamlike. Yeah. Like this is something you would fantasize about, which is funny because Yamazaki in an interview recently said that his dreams were coming true <laughs> working on Godzilla the Ride and Shin Ultraman the Ride. Right. So to think that like these were his dreams and this almost feels like like dreamlike, like it looks almost real, but you know it's not because it's CGI. Mm-hmm. It just adds this level of this fantastic element that I, I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready, I'm ready to move oh, on yeah. until I say pause again. Yep. Feel free. So hitting play in three, two, one. So after this shot, we get, okay, pause again. We're at eight <laughs> seconds. Okay. So this is where we get some text, and it says VFX written and directed by Takashi Yamazaki. You know, got to promote. He is also producing. They have to promote that. But I have a theory about this shot. I don't see a single footstep. I don't see a single tail thing. All I see is rubble and a hole. Right. I think that this is Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Hmm. I mean, it could also just be like a war zone in general as well. Right, but on Japanese soil, there wasn't any, if I remember correctly. The only the only time that on Japanese soil there was a war zone was Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm. And look at the hole in the middle of this scene. Like if, if oh, you yeah. played the scene hole forward, is definitely the it's most big. notable thing in the in the image. So I'm wondering if the story behind this is the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings is what woke Godzilla up. Mm-hmm. Which mean, would cause more friction with America because America's brought on yet another another disaster for Japan. Disaster for Japan. Yes. The third bomb if you will. <laughs> exactly. Which, from what I've heard, there was actually plans of a third bomb to be dropped on Tokyo. Right. So if Godzilla's attacking Tokyo... I mean, wasn't it that America was going to keep dropping bombs? They threatened that they would keep yes. dropping bombs until Japan... Until Japan would surrender, and the next plan was to drop it on Tokyo, Japan. Right. They specifically picked Hiroshima and Nagasaki first because those were lower populated... But they would go for the heart, mm-hmm. essentially, next. Yeah. So if Godzilla attacks Japan, specifically in Tokyo, wouldn't that basically mean that he is the third bomb? Yeah. <laughs> Which makes – like that adds a whole nother layer to this. And if, if they are like going to ground zero and Godzilla is minus one, like that just – like that makes this all the more dark. And all the more like metaphorical and like like a Cheryl Honda, like so well thought and so well done. I'm, we should just rename this episode to every every reason why Takashi Yamazaki right should do a minus one. <laughs> um. But no, this like the the potential here is so amazing. Mm. 
If you're ready, I'm ready to move on. We still yep. have about 26 seconds left, and I feel like I've already spent 15 minutes talking about eight <laughs> seconds. So we're going to go ahead and hit play in three, two, one. So pause again. Yep. We're at 11 seconds. So this scene is a bunch of protesters in a devastated city. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is in relation to Godzilla or if it's I mean, a it, bombing. it could. I'm not sure. It looks like the building on the right could maybe be similar. It looks similar in structure to like the 54 building. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm also thinking that maybe it, I, I kind of get like Hiroshima vibes from it just with yes the i agree of the destru- destruction here i agree that's kind of what i was thinking and also too. it like, looks I've... like there are people like in like what's the word for it like gear hazmat suits yeah almost. not hazmat suits but like in that sort of type yes like very very like old style like, yes so and okay Correct me if I'm wrong, but this shot, it looks like this shot's mostly practical, and then the background yeah, is where yeah, the CGI is. Yeah, I think the background is, is where the CGI is, yeah. But it almost looks like a matte painting. Like, the right. way it the the haze is over the background looks very, like, Showa-esque. Right. Which I, I'm, I'm just, I'm in love with this. It, and I'm wondering why they're protesting. I'm wondering if it's they're not allowed to go back to their homes because of the contamination. So they're protesting against that because they don't understand what radiation is. I wonder if this is like, why can't the government do better? You know, like there's so much this could be. We'll have to wait and see. (laughs) We'll have to wait and see. I'm going to go ahead and hit play again in three, two, one. So then we get a, I'm not pausing yet, but we get from zero to minus. Okay, we're pausing. Pausing at 17 seconds because this is where it's about to get chaos. Chaotic. (laughs) So we get from zero to minus, which is, you know, Godzilla appears and Japan plunges farther into despair. And I'm wondering if that also means they will include the whole uh, Gamma Guardian of the Universe problem of the stock market crashing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, not only is Japan already in ruins, but Godzilla's appearance is quite literally going to just send them into a Great Depression. Right. Um, And from here, the trailer speeds up to, like, 120 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So about halfway through. I actually quite literally halfway through is where it speeds up. So far, we've had some long, like, lingering shots, uh, specifically crane shots. Um, And now we're cutting to more down-to-earth, grounded sequences. The first one here is Godzilla tail-whacking a bunch of citizens, which is, Mm -hmm. like, I don't remember seeing a scene where Godzilla's, like, quite literally just killing people in front of us. Yeah, I mean, Beyond the the original. Yeah, I mean, that's something that Toho, at least least to American, like, to, like, the American films, that's, like, a big kind of a no-no at the moment right. for them so and like as you said it's really only shown in this much in anywhere near as much detail in like 54 really there's like right. a bits of it and like a couple other films like 84 and i guess shin but not 
this up close and not to this scale where it's just like a whole crowd of people are caught up in this just a, this swipe <laughs> yeah and the debris that's coming from it because he's because his and, tail is crashing through a building or multiple buildings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is our first shot of seeing godzilla in action right which i mean there's not really a lot here no it's but i'm already going to tell you godzilla's going to be moving pretty pretty well mm-hmm not slow like 54. I'm thinking more like your typical Showa Godzilla. He'll be moving. Oh, yeah. He looks to have a fair bit of speed in this film. Yeah. Which, which makes sense for him to be faster than, say, like some of the other recent Godzillas, like Shin especially, since from the looks of this and a later shot, he would appear to be closer in height to 54. I, I'm going to bring that up when we get to the feet shot. Right. I, I was going to bring that up. If you're ready to, I'm ready to move on to the next scene. Yep. Okay, three, two, one. Okay, stop again, because this scene is really cool. (laughs) So we get a shot of a train car flying in the air Mm. and crashing on other tracks while I'm guessing another train's going forward. Yeah. I'm going to guess that this the context for the scene is there's a train on the tracks and then a you know, the car flies and then it crashes and there's death and destruction. But one thing I appreciate about this shot is everything's blurry, but the train, right? It again, it feels very dreamlike. It feels and very it looks awesome. It looks awesome. And, and again, the colors. So the, the still I'm on, I'm seeing red. I'm seeing Brown. I'm seeing yellow. I'm seeing green. Blue blue uh white like there's so many colors Mm -hmm. and it kind of looks miniature-esque yeah like this film definitely is is styling itself to kind of look like they're miniatures but also not yeah and i this is once again a a trope of the franchise already Godzilla is going to be messing with some trains. We've yep. seen this in 2000. We saw this in Shin. We saw this 54. in 84. And yep. most prolifically, prolifically in 54. And 50 now, infamous. Uh, even the Yamazaki's Godzilla the Ride. One of and the hell, many, even the, the, even the Yamazaki's Godzilla the Ride. One of the many in the train by the most well-known promotional images for it features... Godzilla so this is like, this is like, ah, uh, I just, there's going to be, I feel like we're going to see a lot of visual callbacks, but we're also I mean, going to see a lot of seem new to stuff. be seeing a fair few visual callbacks. So, right. But I mean, what I really appreciate, like specifically about this scene callbacks, so. is we've never seen Godzilla, like throw these cars oh, yeah. like this. <laughs> like this is horrifying. Like this gave me anxiety when I watched it for oh, the yeah. first time, seeing this train <laughs> flying and hitting the tracks. Like, I don't know how mean this Godzilla is going to be, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to be a really mean Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like, that last shot, we are seeing crowds getting killed on a scale I we mean, don't again, typically see in this franchise. This is going to be the Godzilla that the Futurians warned us about. <laughs> so if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and hit play and we're going to continue to the next shot. So three, two, one, cut. So there's a really cool shot here. 
Yeah, so it it's only on the on the in the trailer for half a second. But right. it's a really cool shot of some Japanese men on a rooftop as it's caving in. Right. Kind of Tremors-esque. Little Tremors-esque. Yeah. Um, I love this. Like, I, I've i never seen this before. We've seen Godzilla, like, with Katagiri, like, hit mm-hmm. the building and it collapsed. But we've never seen a building literally breaking apart on itself and Japanese men having to, like... Finally, stay. finally, a Godzilla movie where they're not always safe on the buildings. <laughs> I, I suddenly felt like we were talking about 2014 tsunami sequence. <laughs> but no, I just, I love that. It's a small shot. It's not a lot, but it's just really cool to see. Mm. And then following that, we just have, you know, people running in terror, your typical Godzilla trope. But it's so cool to be like on ground zero, like watching these people like in fear and, and see the detail. I wonder like if this... anyone I wonder if anyone here is going to be like uh like an actual main character. I mean, obviously the extras most of the people we see here are extras. But mm-hmm. I'm curious if in this on the ground like running shot, I, I wonder if any of them are going to be like main characters. And that's something we still don't know. We don't have a cast. We don't no. have a human story. Like we have, we have no a idea. Couple rumored cast members, but like we don't know for certain yet. So I'm really curious what the human story of this is because there's got to be right. a driven human story, right? So I'm I mean, really Yamazaki, curious. <laughs> you know, he's he's done some award award winning work, so I'm very interested in seeing what he does with this script because he can do he can write good characters based based solely on like having watched the first always sunset film he's a good writer (laughs) see and that's why i'm so interested to see that we don't know the story we just know the setting like Mm -hmm. in all the synopses all we know is the setting right and the political climate of the time Mm mm-hmm with added context clues. Right. So we still don't know what the main plot of this movie is going to be. No. And, that, and, that's, and that's what makes it interesting. Right. That's the mystery to this film. And we know after this like trailer, we still don't know what the, we, we have hardly any context quite literally. I actually, we have none. Mm. There, there is none. Um, so if you're ready to go, I'm on 19 seconds right now. I'm going to go ahead and hit play and then I'm going to stop it again on this next scene. Right. So three, two, one, play, cut or stop. (laughs) Sorry. I got in, I got into my filmmaker mood. Okay. Godzilla is easily going to be 50 meters tall, maybe 55. Yeah. So in this shot, we have a bunch of citizens running in terror as Godzilla's trampling them. Mm. Like you, you don't think Godzilla's not stepping on people. Oh yeah. Um, I saw a tweet calling back to the sequence in Godzilla 54, where you had that, except yeah. this is on like an even bigger scale. Like it's so horrifying <laughs> and we are like up close and personal. And, it's and so I think cool. that's, it's so cool. And that's, what's so interesting is we are up front and personal with the disaster happening. 
Yeah. We're not watching from afar. We are like on ground zero. Right. With this. Now, one thing I do want to take note of is in this sequence, we get a good shot of Godzilla's feet of which they're very like elephant like or like 2014 esque. Yeah, I mean, which it looks like he's got about, from what we can see, we can see like three, three main toes, and then like maybe like you know how like T Rexes have the back the, toe, yeah, like the little one on like yeah. the back of the foot. It looks yeah. like we might have that. I think mm-hmm. I agree, kind of like that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Now, one, and this is a detail I love about this sequence. If you play it out, so I'm going to play it out up until 20 seconds, mm-hmm. which at this point, all the sound effects are is like destruction and screaming. So right. it's it's getting chaotic. But the final shot, the final few frames of that sequence, I'm currently sitting at 20 frames or 20 seconds, Rex, by the way. Yeah. The whole ground like in Terror of Mechagodzilla, when Mechagodzilla shot his <laughs> uh, finger missiles, the whole ground exploded, mm-hmm. which was a cool little detail that you never saw in the franchise after that or before that. Right. But here, Godzilla's footstep, like the whole ground just like pops up. Like his yeah. weight is just destroying the earth around him. That is such a cool detail. Like this movie is full of detail. And thought. Mm. And I I was talking to Jack about this. And I said this film feels like Yamazaki has creative intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. You can be creative and you can be smart. But if you can bring both together and have a have creative intelligence to create something unique and smart, you have the recipe for a masterpiece. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I think Yamazaki might have that here. Oh, he's cooking. He is cooking. Like it's, I'm honestly surprised by how detailed and smart and thought like full of thought. This movie is, it just blows me away. (laughs) That's really all I have to say here. Right. Um, we could keep going on. The next shot, I'm already on it kind of, is just people running. Yeah. You know, chaos, Godzilla tropes. If you're ready at 20 seconds, I'm going to hit play in three, two, one. We have more people. We have a little girl, which is a really cool shot of like, I paused mm-hmm. at 22 seconds, by the way. Yeah. Um, We have a girl that's without her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of like how, uh, I, d- I forget the character's name in GMK. But uh, oh, oh, like the is flashbacks. Which one is it? The one at the center or the dad? The oh, dad the who is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has a flashback to fifties Japan where Godzilla is destroying the city and he's without his parents. It's kind of like that, right? <laughs> um, which is it, it's just cool. I, I'm sure that's just a coincidence, but. I mean, it's just I, really cool to I see. I wonder. That. I wonder if if Yamazaki's going to go there and kill the little girl. Maybe that'd be interesting because because like 
Outside of 54, have we seen any kids die in the franchise since? I don't recall it. I mean, the teenagers in Terror of Mechagodzilla probably died when Titanosaurus definitely stepped on them. <laughs> but that's it. That's really all I can think of. Right. Unless you want to count the fact that in Final Wars, quite literally, everybody oh, in the yeah, human race yeah, dies. Yeah, like it, it, you know, the film doesn't really dwell on that fact. Right, and the kid clearly somehow survived with all of his Godzilla toys. <laughs> yeah. So, at the 22 second mark, we get the G again. Mm-hmm. But we also, so, I'm curious about this. In the bottom left, we get this film is not yet rated, which is the US rating. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really rated in the U.S., which further confirms like full release. And then on the right, is it's that a G for general audiences in Japan? Is yes. that a Japanese yes. rating already? Yes, it is. It's the Aaron rating. Yeah. So does that mean to my understanding, that means the film's done? Huh. They've got you a rating. The film's got to be done. There. Huh. I didn't think about that, but you may have. Yeah, I think you have a point there. <laughs> so the film's done. It's got to be done. It's mm. got a rating for G, which does confirm it's not going to be graphic. No. I think the film's going to be thematically dark. Right. I mean, as much as I'm sure Toho gives Yamazaki a lot more free reign with Godzilla than and other Japanese creators a lot more free-reigning than they would American creators, I'm sure they're going to have their limits. I don't right. doubt that. <laughs> and from here, I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Right. Um, we hear because it is Uchida. Minus one. Minus one. So I'm going to hit pause at 25 seconds. So we get the tr- the title reveal, Godzilla minus one. And then from here... Well, actually, I'm stopped at 26 seconds. Mm -hmm. So from here, the iconic 54 roar starts playing, but it's bass boosted. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is not like the final roar or like the roar they're using. I'd love to hear that, but I also like I wouldn't be against hearing it a couple, like maybe once or twice in the film. But, but we need original roars again. Yeah, I'm I, tired of stock roars. Yeah. I am sick and tired of stock roars for like, every I'm Godzilla fine, movie. I'm fine if like the roar they go with is like a modified version of like a classic roar, but it needs to be more than just adding bass to the roars like they've been doing here and in this like teaser and in like the anime trilogy. Right. I mean, it sounds better here than it does in the anime trilogy, so there's that at least. This is true. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and hit play, and we're going to run through the last uh, eight seconds of this. Right. And then we're just going to talk about this last shot and then start to wrap up here. The real kicker shot. So three, two, one. So, okay, the trailer's done. So the final shot is our money shot of Godzilla's face chomping down on what I'm going to guess is a train. Yes, you can see the train at the You can the hear it. Frames. Yes. Which really cool. Like this feels 
this just goes to show that this is like a very violent Godzilla. Hmm. I mean, um, just the way how he's just bending down and just straight up just chomping down on it. Like even in fifty four and eighty four, he, you know, he didn't just chomp down on the train. I don't. I remember right, he doesn't even really pick it up in 54. He only, like, steps in front of it, really. And, like, in 84, that's when he actually, like, grabs the carriage. Well, he does bite... He does get one in his mouth to throw it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only one, but I think it was a- it was after the train wrecked into him. Okay, um, right. Right, but in this, yeah. In this one, and may I just say, Godzilla's mouth is very wide. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. And it almost, so I'm at 27 seconds, and it almost looks like there's a scar on his eye. Yeah, I was about to point that out. It looks like there's the skin around his eyebrow and, like, his cheek-ish area is noticeably, like, lighter so it looks like he's i guess maybe been in like a fight with the military already by this point or something maybe so what do you think of this design rex so from what we can tell it it based on this and the poster we've seen this is pretty damn close to the godzilla the right design with maybe some minor adjustments I, mm-hmm. I imagine it's a it's a new model. Like I doubt there's some people saying, "Oh, it's lazy of them to just reuse the ride model." I doubt they're reusing the actual model from that. I think it's because of how detailed it is. Yeah. So, my opinion on the ride Godzilla design, a lot of people like it. I have never been the biggest fan of it. I like the general look of it it's just my main issue with it is i think that some of the proportions specifically the dorsal plates are a bit mm, bit bit big for me <laughs> but in saying that i maybe it's just the bias of it of it being you know an official godzilla film design maybe it's mm-hmm. that bias, but I'm 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 starting to wa- I've noticed I'm warming up a lot more to that design today than I have over the course of the rest of like the past year or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, see I'm I I like this design. My only gripe with the ride design was the shoulder spikes and the weird end on the tail. That was right. the only gripes I had. And going in, I always knew that this design was going to be like his always sunset design and his ride design. Oh yeah. There was no doubt about that. And I feel like the people who are complaining just, they, they didn't understand that this is the same guy who wrote, directed and produced and did the effects for all those other movies. Right. Like he's clearly going to take his his dream. (laughs) It's his dream. Godzilla. It's what quite literally it is like he, I'm. I'm sure he probably they probably did a little bit of experimentation like for the film, but he probably. I'd imagine he was just settled on the design that they came up with for the ride. That's mm-hmm. that's what I think's probably gone down. Which is okay. Like Toho has used Godzilla designs in the past. Mm-hmm. 
it's not lazy. Right. Like, I mean, Toho even, like, reused suits from completely different movies. Right, yeah. So, like, I, I don't understand why people would complain. Well, I do. People just want to complain. <laughs> yeah. But I like this design so far, and I didn't notice the little scar until after the fact, but that's actually oh, yeah. a really cool thing. Oh, yeah. So, with that, we we've spent the last like 40 minutes talking about this teaser trailer and breaking it down i think god it's been 40 minutes already it might have been i don't know i've i've been too busy looking at the trailer i'm scared <laughs> um i i love this design i think this looks really cool i love godzilla um and so this is where i'm going to maybe go down a little rabbit hole so just kind of bear with me okay so when shin godzilla came out I could clearly tell it wasn't the Godzilla I remember, right? It, it was, it was, it was a modern idea. It was a modern take on the character, mm-hmm. and it was so far removed that it just didn't work with me. And the legendary films are missing something, undoubtedly Godzilla, which I, I think is that Japanese, that Japanese, you know, thought process, that that creative impulse. Mm-hmm. The anime stuff was anime. That's not the that's not the medium I mean, I'm used to Godzilla being in. I mean, it's also just the fact that those films are going for something very different, just in general. Right. Whereas for the first time since I watched the classic Godzilla films, I feel like I'm seeing my Godzilla again. Hmm. And that is why I feel so excited, I think. Mm-hmm. Is... And I think it's impressive that we're able to get that from yes. like a CGI Godzilla. A CGI too. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Like, that's the thing that, like, it's CGI. It's not even men in suit. It's not practical. Mm-hmm. But Yamazaki, maybe he's right. To be perfectly honest, maybe Yamazaki's right. There is something about Godzilla that is undoubtedly Showa, and when you take him out of that element, you lose that. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Yamazaki is, like, the smartest person to ever touch the Godzilla franchise and understands what the Showa era is. But I just... It was like meeting... It was like seeing an old friend, seeing this this trailer. And that's that's a funny comparison, I know. But like, even though Godzilla's the villain here, I'm excited to see him, and I might root for him. <laughs> um, in the original fifty four, there was people who would report who reportedly were sad that Godzilla died at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Henry G. Stapestein seemed to believe so, and. <laughs> You know, this movie feels like this is what we've been needing. It may not be the film everybody wants. Like, this is definitely going to be a solo Godzilla movie where he's the villain. Right. But I think it's what we need. Mm -hmm. We need this reboot. We need this restart. We need this refreshing breath Mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, coming off like the last like 
like almost how many years? Like seven years or something? Six, seven, six years since Shin Godzilla? Like most of what we've gotten from basically everything we've gotten from Toho has been just radically different to mm-hmm. the franchise roots. They all are very godlike, yeah. however. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's partly like this Godzilla doesn't feel godlike. No. He f- and maybe that's what it is, is in the past Godzilla movies, that godlike idea was there. You know, he's he is Godzilla. But it but... was taken to the lit- the logical and literal extreme in some of the more recent entries. Yes. And so maybe that's what Yamazaki's done differently, is Yamazaki's treating Godzilla as a god in the sense of presentation and not logistically or literally. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why it feels like this is the Godzilla I remember growing up with. Mm. This, I, I, I don't usually get too excited for movies. I try not to. Right. But there's something about this that just feels right. And I, I, I can't, I, I, I don't, maybe, I, I don't think I can properly articulate that, that thought yet. <laughs> but there's something about this that just is right. Mm. Like, this is the way. <laughs> and I feel like I might have a top five Godzilla movie coming soon. Ooh. I praise already. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. There's something about it that just feels right to me. Hmm. I feel, I feel good about this. Oh yeah. This like, undoubtedly, this is really, really promising. <laughs> and honestly, they don't need to show me any more footage. Like if I go in not knowing anything else, I'm fine. All, all else I want to know is the cast. That's all else I want to know. I would like to know the cast, but like, even if they didn't reveal the characters or their like backstory, like I'm I don't, fine I don't care that. if they tell us anything about the characters. I don't even care if they tell us their names. I just want to know who's in it. That's that's like all all I, I'm left to wanting to know who's in it. Mm-hmm. And I would love it if the MPAA when they rate the film. Rate it as PG or PG thirteen for, for traditional, traditional Godzilla, Godzilla violence. <laughs> well, well, from the looks of things, it might be a little bit more than traditional Godzilla violence. Maybe this is true. Godzilla's on the loose and he's out for you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm excited. This this is the first time in a long time I've been legitimately excited for a Godzilla movie. Mm. It. It's undoubtedly Yamazaki. It feels like the 2012 Godzilla trailer, which is a masterpiece, way better than the film. Yeah. Um, it feels like fifth. It feels like the Showa era, but also with modern effects. Like if if they want to talk about a film to bridge the gap between you know Showa fans and CGI, like modern day blockbuster fans, this might be the movie. This right. might be the movie. And I just, I'm happy Toho picked Yamazaki for this. Mm. 
and I'm happy that this is at the time where Toho is restructuring themselves to give this film all the praise and acknowledgement and distribution that it deserves. (laughs) And honestly, with that, like, I've been happy and excited since I saw it. I like mm. nothing. No, there is not a, a customer, a person, an issue that could bring down my <laughs> happiness yesterday. Yeah. I'm still riding on that. Oh, man. I've been riding on this happiness all day. Like, this is. This is what I've been needing. And it's just in time for G Fest. So I'm going to go to G Fest with this new thing that everybody's going to jointly love. Mm. And and it's going to be celebrated. Oh, oh, no doubt. I'm I'm officially on the train for Godzilla minus one hype. And I'm right there with you, pal. And we're going to cover the film as soon as we can. Yes. And with that, I feel like that hopeful ending should lead us into where people can find us and support us. Mm hmm. So, Rex, why don't you go ahead and let the people who are listening to this know where they can find you at. Alrighty. Well, dear listeners, you can find me on YouTube at Rexena, on Twitter at Rex on Twitter at Rex underscore Xenomorph, and on Instagram, Rex underscore Xena. And if you want to check out some of my writing, go take a look at the Tokusatsu Network. And as for me, I am Elijah. You can find me on Twitter at ET13Productions, on Instagram at ET13Productions, or on YouTube at ET13Productions. Since this episode's coming out right before G-Fest, or like as it happens, definitely watch my YouTube channel in August for my short film, SOS Seek Shelter, that is a competitive piece for G-Fest this year. I put in a lot of time, effort, and money into (laughs) the short film. And I'm excited for people to see it. I've uh, I've worked very hard on it, and uh, it, it's I think it's people are going to like it. Mm. So if you want to check out that short film, it is kaiju related. Uh, look for my feeds in August, first week of August. But as for the podcast, don't forget to rate us on iTunes. That boosts our ratings and helps us get recommended to more people just like you. If you don't have an Apple device, which I don't blame you, I don't kind of actually, that's very much a lie. I'm using a MacBook right now to do this podcast. You can rate us on Spotify, however. We've got five reviews so far at five stars, so thank you guys so much for rating us. I would love it if you guys keep giving us the support. We were review bombed on iTunes, so we're sitting at a 3.1. I think we're a little better than that. I I mean, we're getting... This episode's turnaround for recording is going to be pretty quick. So, yeah, we're on the grind and it's only going to be that way for a lot longer. We're insane. So please, you know, if you can give us a five star rating, leave us a review on iTunes. If you would like to stay up to date with all things Kaiju conversation related, follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. If you don't have Twitter, you can follow us on Instagram or like us on Facebook. If you're like me before podcasting and you don't have any social media, lucky you, you can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, you know the drill. And as always, we'll read your reviews on air for everyone to hear. We 
also have a Teespring store. Eventually, we'll have original artwork on there. But until then, you can sport our awesome logo on a T-shirt or maybe even a coffee mug. If you'd like to chat with us, check out our Discord server full of others that have similar interests to you. We celebrated Godzilla minus one all day yesterday. We had people in the call. We had people in the text chats, staying up all night, hanging out together, getting excited for this and just talking it all up. It's a great community full of great people. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell so you can be notified anytime we upload a video. By the time this is out, there's going to be a reaction video of me waiting for Godzilla Minus One. So definitely check out that. There's some funny moments in that and some maybe wholesome moments. We sometimes post exclusives to the channel like bloopers for episodes or minisodes talking about news or other subjects. We also have an interview with Mechagodzilla designer Jared Kurchevsky on the channel. I definitely butchered his name. I'm so sorry. Mm. And a huge thanks to Rex for editing all of these episodes, especially this one, because he's going to have to turn it around really fast so we still stay relevant. So thank you, Rex. He edits these episodes and all of the content we upload besides the reaction video. That was me. His links can be found in the description below. Check out his link tree and give him support. Follow him, read his content, and give him the support and love he deserves. Along with Rex, we'd love to give a huge thanks and shout out to Danny DeMana of the Godzilla Novelization Project for his amazing vocals on our theme song. You can support him by following him on Twitter at Danzilla93 underscore GNP or visit his website, GodzillaNovelizationProject.com. And a huge thanks to Grattan Conwell from the podcast Giant Monster BS for composing the music for our theme song. You can support him by following the podcast on Twitter at GiantMonsterBS or on any podcast platform under the name GiantMonsterBS. And with that, we're going to wrap up this bonus episode covering the brand new Godzilla Minus One news. Thank you guys so much for listening and enduring through us ranting and raving about the upcoming Takashi Yamazaki masterpiece. (laughs) So thank you guys again. And as always, please remember, life's too short to not talk big. Bye, guys. Bye. We are set. We are in debt. There's nothing to sweat. Life's too short now, baby. Conversation. Not too big now, baby. Conversation. His name's Elijah, baby. And also Rex now, baby. We love those kaiju, baby. And you will too now.